0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself and Ollie today. Yo. Yo, how you doing, my man?
1: Very good, mate. Yourself? Yeah,
0: not bad, not bad. Been a long day, just uh Preach. uni stuff and uh work and shit like that. So yeah, but it's been it's been good. It's been good. It's nice to get on the podcast and chat a bit of footy with ya.
1: Hi, pal. Um I
0: said after... to you uh,
1: the other day that it was uh it just doesn't feel like the football's got back to normal since after since like the whole Christmas thing and yeah, like African Cup nation, everything like that and uh, the winter break and everything, it's just
0: one thing after the other. It doesn't feel like I thought we got back to normal <clears> yet. No, 100%. And uh, it's now, well, I guess it's now getting back to normal. So we had the midweek games, we obviously had the games like on, what was it? we have Monday? Do we have Tuesday. Monday? Tuesday? No, Tuesday? oh Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And then today as well, we've got the uh, Liverpool-Leicester game and the Wolves versus Arsenal game kicking off at uh, 7.45, which I should be good Games gonna what might just watch both to be fair do a little double screen thing nice. um but yeah and then and then back to the weekends which is nice um I apologize to anyone if you can hear me going. <clears throat> I've got a bit of a horse throat after we went to a we were at a gig on Monday and it's the first gig I've been to in well, Literally obviously just over a
1: little while. a quick soother in now <laughs> yeah
0: it's the first gig we've been to in uh obviously a couple years and can't hang with these kids as we used to be able to, Ollie. Now, oh no, mate. No. Um, I'm Ooh. still feeling the effects. of this game. <laughs> No,
1: three days later, and all, yep. that, all that dad dancing and singing is uh taking its time. Come back to haunt me, come back mm. to haunt
0: me. But uh, yeah, before we get into obviously, you know, you know what the deal is now that we're back into the swing of things, we'll be doing a bit of a review of the football that's happened over the over the week and then get into the previews of the weekend. But I just wanted to run through a couple of football things first that's happened during the uh during the week obviously the big one this time I, I feel like we can't get on a podcast <laughs> at the moment without having to discuss Literally. some bullshit that football players do man obviously we had the Mason Greenwood thing last time we sort of brushed over that we didn't want to get too into that because we didn't really know the ins and outs of what was going on uh, legally and, and, and with the police and everything in that in that situation but the most recent one is uh, West Ham's Kurt Zuma is uh, well now he's been suspended and fined two weeks wages which accumulates up to about 250 grand they say for, um, after a video emerged of him Kicking his cat and punching his cat and all that kind of thing in front of his kids and his and his misses and it was a bit of a bit of a horrible video and a bit of a horrible time to be honest. Um, I just don't understand. Yeah, it's been a lot of controversy Why? around the whole thing. Um, yeah, and then he only started a matter of hours later for West Ham. Yeah. When West David Moyes was asked about it, he was like, "Yeah, he's our player. He's a good player. So he's not being whatever. I don't know. But now, obviously, since the backlash, they seem to have uh, suspended him." Find him. Yeah, if they'd the done that
1: 24 line. hours earlier then I think they would have been alright but the fact that they started him and then now after all the uproar and stuff people are now saying, oh, what the fuck, why yeah. you started him and all that sort of stuff and they're going, oh god this is actually really bad for us, um, Oh yeah, yeah let's now sure. suspend him and now find him and everything like that, it's just...
0: Yeah, Stupid, I'm very yeah. much... I'm not in the camp of he should never play football again. I'm in the camp of that he should be punished. And, and once he's punished accordingly, then, yeah, fine, get back to it. Because we've had a much bigger things. Well, specifically, a lot of known, uh, well, racist people that have... or pe- Not necessarily racist people, but people that have done racist things in football have since continued their career. So why should Kurt Zuma? Do you know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, obviously, he like, should be dealt with accordingly. And he has been now, which is... Um, which is great and I saw that his brother has been banned by Accrington Stanley I think yep. it was uh,
1: no Dagon and uh, Redbridge no
0: Dagon and Redbridge yeah Dagon and Redbridge he's been suspended as well which I didn't expect to happen to be honest um, but fair play yeah uh, Um, had to be done had to be done but uh, but yeah Kurt Zuma, what a dickhead um, I don't know if you knew this Oliver Steve Bruce has taken over as West Brom manager
1: I did hear things were in the pipeline but I didn't know it had been officially announced
0: yeah so he's taken over as West Brom manager and his first game they lost 2-0 to Sheffield United uh, and got a man sent off in the uh, in the process of it. You like uh, to it. I saw a lot of West Ham fans on my uh, West Ham West Brom fans on my Twitter going absolutely mental. Um, I don't really know how this man's got a job considering the last time he was in the Championship, he came 16th, I think it was, with Aston Villa with the most expensive squad in the league, and then the next that next season they got promoted. So I once they fired him, so I don't really know how he's uh, how he's been in, got involved and wrangled himself a new job. He is not a good manager anymore. I suppose he was at some point. He was a very serviceable manager but not not so much anymore. And The last bit of news is I don't know if you know this only but Dan Ashworth has resigned as technical director for Brighton. Obviously he's done a fantastic job with that team with the signings and the academy and you know the appointment of Graham Potter and everything like that and he's now taking the new director of football role at Newcastle which is going to be huge. Uh, that sort of influence that has done Brighton so well and now in Newcastle with their resources should be is a huge move for the club i mean he's on gardening leave obviously and um due to his contract with Brighton, which i'm i am i am not sure the ins and outs of it but i know that he's got quite a little while he can basically they can dictate when he comes off his gardening leave so -hmm. they can leave it to the end of the year yeah um to then see how it comes off with his yeah then then let him go i don't think they will be doing anything until they find a replacement for him uh, but that's a huge blow for Brighton, man. Especially yeah. with the uh, Graham Potter links to Manchester United in the summer. If they lose both Potter and Dan Ashworth in the same season, uh, it could be the demise of Brighton, which I would love to see. I think would. Yeah, oh, uh, be fantastic. I'd love to see it. But uh, but yeah, that was it in terms of football news and stuff going on at the moment. Um, so we should get into the reviews, I guess. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of the games over the weekend, did you? Or the week, I guess.
1: Um, not really. I've seen bits and bobs uh, I've seen the score lines and stuff but uh, I've not really seen much of the actual footage
0: oh yeah fair enough well uh, we'll start with the Spurs game because that is hilarious and you'll love to talk about that one uh, nice. Southampton went to uh, the Tottenham Stadium 1 won 3-2 in the end it was a pretty crazy game to be fair um, Spurs sense. went ahead yeah yeah I mean I was hoping for a um, Spurs win if I'm being honest it's Southampton are right around where we are in the uh, table <laughs> but uh, it wasn't to be it wasn't to be but it is good for Banza, I suppose um, and I wonder what actually I'm there. I'll be at the Tottenham Stadium on Sunday for their Wolves game, so I'll be quite interested to see what the mood's like in and around the ground with uh, a Wolves team that is a very, very capable, good team. Uh, we could definitely turn them over if Southampton can. But uh, but yeah, Spurs went Spurs went ahead with a goal through uh, own goal through Jan Benderick. Um and then Braha, obviously that man Broja, just scoring all the goals for. Uh, Southampton at the moment has more goals this season than Lukaku, so maybe Chelsea will be looking to bring him back uh, in the summer. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, then, yes yeah, Son got a got a finish in the 70th minute, a tidy little finish from uh, a Lucas Moura cross. Before Saints got two goals in quick succession through Elian and Shea Adams. Now the big thing was Stephen Bergwijn came very close to being a hero once again for the uh, for Spurs. Um, with his, uh, he scored a late equaliser, but it was ruled offside. And Conte, ha- I don't know if you saw the picture of Conte no. shushing the crowd after the goal, and then once it was uh, ruled off, you could see him. Oh, he's just uh, yeah, just stood there like, damn, what is going on here? <laughs> but uh, you always love to see that shit, kind of shit But uh, that's left Tottenham in a pretty precarious position, looking for this top four battle. Obviously, they they felt like they were right in control, out of uh, Man United and Arsenal really, and I guess West Ham yeah. with their games in a. Uh, you know, games are whatever you call it. I've games lost, lost the word. Games in hand. That's it. Games in hands over uh, over the teams, but now they've lost two on the bounce yep. in the Premier League and sit in seventh at the moment.
1: it's the thing. We um, they were three games in hand um, at one point. Now we've got like, they've got no games in hand. We're on equal no amount games. of games uh, well, until we play later this evening, and the yeah. same amount of points. Um, we've got two games in hand over United, who are three points ahead of us, and we've got three games in hand against uh, West Ham. who are um, four points ahead of us. so it'll be a Second, very
0: interesting race for the top four. Yeah, I mean, it's looking it?
1: uh, a bit better for Arsenal at the moment than compared to how it was uh, over well, maybe a week or two ago. Okay?
0: Yeah, I mean, results like Spurs will be... Spurs fans will be kicking themselves because really, like a result like this is just not what you need. This it's not a team that gets top four position if you're losing 3-2 at home to Southampton. You just can't be doing that kind of thing, really. And not to say that Southampton are a good team, but they're not... They're a team that Spurs should be rolling over, yeah. if we're going to be completely honest. So, yeah, interesting times. I wonder um, wonder what Spurs will do next. I know Kulisevski and uh, Bentancourt did get on in the second half. call looked pretty good. Had a few flashes of, of brilliance, and I think he's just a better Hoiberg, so hopefully they can move him into that position. And I mean, they still start with Harry Winks at the moment. I don't know if there's much you can do with that. I personally don't rate him. I know you, you definitely won't rate him. Um, no, I don't know. The
1: fact that he's a number eight as well. Uh, yeah, that's but... yeah, that's a bit
0: embarrassing. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. It takes me back to the cool. David Bentley days. Even though David Bentley wasn't too bad at football, to be fair, like, it was just a bit of a dig. Um, but yeah, Spurs, uh, Spurs, yeah, dropped down to seventh while Southampton have rocketed themselves up to ten. This mid, this mid-table battle uh, as well is 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 wide open. Like, um, yeah, I mean, between us and. Tenth is only three points. Us in thirteenth, and up to tenth is only three points. You know, with uh, us, uh, Palace, Leicester, Villa, and Southampton all in there, sort of battling out for that last top ten spot. I think. um So yeah, it should be an interesting end the season in that regard as well. But uh yeah, Man City, the next game. Man City two nil up against. Well, they won two nil against Brentford. It was a, it was a weird one because Brentford could. You know, they did pretty well not to concede for like the first forty odd minutes. Um, did yeah. well but you know at the end like City had so many chances it could have been so much worse but uh Cancelo came close um and I believe I can't remember who else came close but someone did else come close but this is you know this win after Mares' penalty and then um Brentford basically giving City a goal yeah with uh David Ray just kicking it straight to uh Raheem Sterling whose shot was deflected then Kevin De Bruyne slotted it in um, this puts them 12 points ahead of Liverpool obviously with their two even though they've got two games ahead uh, two games in hand sorry um, so they're on 60 points and Liverpool are 48 if Liverpool can win their two games in hand it's only going to be a six point battle maybe this title challenge isn't all wrapped up what, what do you think about that Oli? Um, I
1: don't know I think it's still pretty sort of eight points isn't it? No uh, no, Twelve. No. Yeah, no, yeah, sorry, I'm lying to you. Um, yeah, no, there will be a six point gap, yeah. Um, I don't know, I still think City have pretty much got it wrapped up, really, unless they have a real massive massive sort of decline or they get a um, load of injuries. Even still, their squad depth isn't bad by any means, so um, I still think City have very much got the upper hand at the moment. Who are these games um, in hand uh, that Liverpool have got uh, against? So, obviously, one game against Leicester tonight. Um, the next game is
0: Burnley. Exactly. Um, so, their game in hand will be Arsenal. That's the still one to be confirmed.
1: Um, Leeds as well, I think. They've got Arsenal and Leeds, I think, of their two games in
0: hand. Oh, fair. Um... But yeah, I guess it would just be one. Uh, how does this work? It would just be one game in hand, wouldn't it? I guess if once, once they oh, no, play tonight. Right, yeah,
1: sorry, no, yeah, I think they're. Well, they one game that uh, well, game week nineteen on here. So one of their postponed games um, was uh, the one against Leeds. Oh yes, of
0: course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, playing that on yet. the Twenty third. Okay, so yeah, against Leeds. So you would imagine they'll win. They'll pick up three points in that as well. Yeah, I guess two two. I do, though, not to preview too early. But I also do think Liverpool will get the job done against Leicester tonight with the state that Leicester have been in. I can't see them really posing too much of a threat against against Liverpool, especially it is at home, isn't it, as well, for Liverpool? Yeah, yes, it, yeah, it is. It is indeed. It's at home for Liverpool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't see Leicester going away to Liverpool and causing them too many problems. But uh, the most interesting thing, really, from the City thing was, I don't know if you saw after the game, Pep, were, they were talking to Pep about them being the best team in the world. And he said, we are not actually the best team in the world. Chelsea are. Because of their Champions League win, and I—I I mean, it's just a good way to deflect.
1: Yeah, I think he's just trying to be humble and. Uh, yeah, because they is. are the best team in the world. Yeah, they, they are. They yeah. are.
0: Yeah. Um, it's pretty close. I mean, the best top four teams in the world really right now—probably three of them are English: probably City, Chelsea, Liverpool—and then Bayern Munich, I guess. They're probably the head and shoulders teams above everyone else. I can't yeah. really. Can't really put Inter Milan in there, really, because that, I tell you what, that Serie A title race is bloody wicked. Napoli, um, uh, Inter Milan, Napoli and AC Milan are all within a point, like, within a point of each other at the moment, uh, which looks like it's going to go right down to the wire. That should be fun. But, uh, yeah, City, I mean, they just did this easily. We Brentford, next game is away at uh, Palace. So, you know, hopefully we can go. Gotta be at home, we can, we can roll them over and, and do a job after our disappointing... Disappointing draw, but we will get on to that against Norwich. Um, but yeah, any, anything else you wanted to comment on about City, Ollie? Um,
1: other than the fact that, yeah, like you've you kind of already touched on it, they've had, um, uh, they had quite a few chances uh, 15 shots, seven of which on target, um, 76% possession. Yeah, every, every, everything in the stats, they just completely dominated. Um, so. It's not surprising that they won but should they have won a little bit more convincingly maybe Um, but again I don't don't really think they care too much they've still kept a clean sheet and uh, yeah still won 2-0 so I think they'll they'll be happy regardless
0: Yeah one thing that really took my surprise in this game is actually uh, John Stones playing right back
1: which is a bit uh,
0: Yeah, interesting where they still had uh, Kyle Walker on the bench to just fancy in their guy down the right back I suppose I, uh, I don't know why I mean he did score in their uh, FA Cup game against whoever the hell they played I can't remember um, he did score in that so I suppose that that kind of makes sense for them but uh, yeah John Stone's a right back he doesn't seem like the most pacey guy in the world but uh, I guess against Brentford you don't really need to do that Ivan Tony obviously still out is he is he out because of his the fuck Brentford thing or
1: whatever yeah, uh, i Think so? Yeah, I don't Whatever think he's, he's injured. Dead, I can't, quite remember. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. Brentford or something. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Which we so. haven't I even think...
0: spoken about that's crazy. Yeah, I he's don't think he's a, idiot, he's that.
1: injured at all. I've not seen anything about him being injured, but um, yeah, Let me have a look. Was he probably wasn't even on the bench or anything, was he?
0: No, I don't think so. But yeah, uh, imagine. Uh, no, it wasn't. Imagine that. Not even playing very well at all this season and saying fuck your team. Who yeah. very much need you right now, uh, Ivan Tony. That's not. That's not going to help you get a move to. Well, obviously Arsenal would be like the most linked team to him, really. That are bigger than Brentford. That's not really going to get you a move to Arsenal. You um, never
1: know. You'd probably be a yeah. captain.
0: Yeah. True. True. The running. The running theme of Arsenal captains is uh, petulant. So you never know. <laughs> you never know. But uh, one of the funniest games of the uh, of of the. I think the whole season, to be honest was Burnley one, Man United one, and I'm I'm annoyed that, well, obviously Bards is away on holiday so or, or work holiday, should I say, so we haven't been able to get him on today. Yeah. I would have loved to have had him on to sort of um, excuse his way out of this one. Oh, he's a um,
1: correspondent on the ground at the moment in Norway
0: trying to catch up with uh, Harland. He is. Trying to, bring, trying to bring Harland to uh, Man United, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> trying but, to bring uh, Harland he to better play. get a Norway shirt actually while he's out there. Yeah. And I wanted to wear that on the podcast, but, um, Get but yeah. an
1: exclusive quote from uh, some of the Norway players for the podcast. That's
0: it. That's it. Maybe yeah. Maybe he was a volley chilling. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, Burnley. They do, but I don't know if you like the Pogba. Like, so first of all, basically, what I want to pose a question to you is: Should they drop Harry Maguire? Because Harry was he was at fault for the Varane goal being offside, where he just in a position that he just did not need to be in trying to block one of the defenders but it just it didn't even need to block him he was uh varan was already through it was a lovely header from varan as well um which would have obviously ultimately been the the uh the winner but what do you think because i don't know like with lindolf or phil jones or someone like that who played pretty well in their fa cup game i know they ended up being they ended up losing to middlesbrough but harry mcguire is just so egregious at the moment everything he does is so bad yeah it's yeah, almost Maguire, like he's, he's, very... he's in his own head yeah i think so because
1: last season i think he had a pretty decent season sort of uh, a couple of games where he wasn't amazing but all in all i'd say, I say he i'd say he's still had a pretty good season
0: this year yeah he was one of the better center back well at the euros he was the best probably arguably one of the best defender at the euros and, and he didn't come
1: in that you started the euros um injured didn't he
0: yeah, and then obviously last season Man United had a great had a great defence. Um and all,
1: but, they, all, they, all they basically all they've done is add to that defence and Yeah. Which should make it so much better, but
0: Absolutely, yeah. He's so sure. he yeah, well, due to injuries and slow start for him, it's not been too fantastic, but he seems to be getting a grip on sort of the Premier yeah. League at the moment. That's speeding the up.
1: But yeah, I think well that whole left side of the defence, the Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire that left uh, partnership they've got there is very weak this year compared to last year I and mean, compared to like, Euros and stuff it was I don't think you said this a couple of times it might just be a bit of a hangover from the Euros or something but he's he's not the same player he's, he's in his own head definitely and he should definitely um, they should consider
0: dropping him I think. yeah
1: I think yeah they, they they should yeah definitely drop him for at least a couple of games make sure he pulls his out of his arse, essentially, and um, give Lindelof a, a go because I don't think Lindelof's been awful. I know, like you say Phil Jones. Phil Jones yeah. is extremely dedicated player to, to, the, uh, to the United course, so why not?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I, say, like, I agree with Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw had his best game of the season yesterday. He was up and down, oh, whatever it was on Tuesday. He was mm-hmm. up and down that uh, line. He obviously got the assist for the uh, Pogba goal, which was a fantastic finish from Paul Pogba. Um, but yeah, he, he, so hopefully maybe this is a bit more, a bit of a upturn in performance for him because, um, we've obviously got the world cup coming up at the uh, end of next year. We're going to need Luke Shaw to be firing, um, for competition of that left back, especially with Chilwell's injury. Um, I don't know who else would it really be up if Luke Shaw and Chilwell are not involved. I guess it's literally like a case of Cresswell, maybe Tyrick Mitchell, if he can keep going and going, cause he was fantastic bloody fantastic for us against Norwich and it's been getting better and better every game mm. but apart from that left, English left backs are going out of my head right now it'd have to be Cresswell's spot right now I get I'd imagine yeah I think so um
1: well oh, maybe um
0: is Livermore a left back? Livermore is a left back actually yes yes so maybe maybe especially be. if he if he goes back to Chelsea and 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 maybe I don't know if Chilwell's injury is worse and worse and, and sort of takes on and kicks on with that spot. Mm. Could be interesting. But he could do it at Southampton as well. There's no reason why he couldn't get in the England team. Yeah, James ward Exactly, James will prowse get in, which is uh, another topic of debate. Should he be in and around the uh, England team? I mean, I don't, he is the best deliverer of a ball that we have, but can you play a player
1: just on that basis, though? Just
0: on that basis when he's obviously there's far better players doing everything else. Yeah. We've got good enough deliverers. If we've got the likes of Trent and... You know Harry Kane even putting the ball in like these these players can also do a job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sure. But Rashford Rashford looked way better. Um, he was he was he started to kick up again. Um, but yeah, they just couldn't couldn't do it. Maguire again just got absolutely turned by uh, was it Weghorst um, oh, their yeah. new their new signing who put the ball through for uh, Jay Rodriguez and then he finished nicely that. Veguas guy is looking like an absolute don. He had a great shot, um, which troubled De Gea as well on the volley from outside the box. He's a uh, he could be a real threat to uh, to the bottom. Well, this relegation battle, I suppose. Yeah. Which is um, which is definitely heating up. We've got we got let's have a look for Burnley. We've got well, obviously Burnley at bottom, only one win this entire season. Oh no. Um, I yeah, they're at the bottom draws, of 14. 11 draws, that's kind of crazy. We've got 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brighton have got 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, one win, 11 draws, eight losses. They're on uh, 14 points at the bottom of the table. Watford in 19th, who've played two more games. Like, to be fair, Burnley have played less games than all these teams, but then, you know, games in hand, I think we overrate games in hand uh, uh, quite a lot in terms of, you're not guaranteed the points, do you know what I mean? And especially when it's a team like Burnley. Um, yeah, yeah who can show up on a game but then also just completely butt bold. um you got Watford in 19th on 15 points and then you've got Norwich in 18th on 17 points and then yeah Newcastle in 17th on 18th and Everton in 16th on 19 points that is a real big battle at the bottom down there Yeah. um but you never know the likes of Brentford and Leeds. Brentford have been not been very good. They're in the worst form of anyone in the league. Five losses in their last five games. Yeah, not good. Conceded 40 goals this season. Um, they could definitely get dragged down into this uh, into this relegation fight. They played more games than anyone. At 24, and they're uh, and they're still being dragged. You've got Leeds. have got two games in hand on them. Everton have got three. So yeah, they, I mean, they could definitely get dragged into this uh, into this relegation fight. But um, yeah, I mean. They they they'll need a real result against us. Uh, we're coming to Pal- coming to Selhurst Park as well. It's going to be a tough one for them to get a result. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Man United, Burnley, a crazy game. Man United are just looking. I don't know at this point it's got to be down to the players, right? Because they're they're playing better under Rangnick and they're definitely doing more of what they should be doing. But they're just the defense and it's just these solo effort, uh, these solo mistakes and and the poor effort from the players seem to be what's really putting them under the cosh at the moment um, It'd I think to see the who whole is
1: United camp's just a bit unsettled at the moment yeah
0: I I think just, as the players that don't want to be there yeah exactly um, players that yeah. don't want
1: to be there as soon as they got um, obviously rid of Ole there was all these rumours that obviously Martial and Fred was it whoever it was that, uh, that were saying that obviously that people didn't want to be there Henderson sorry um, yeah. were saying Lingard. That obviously didn't be there. Lingard all those sort of players well then just as that sort of wave starts to settle a bit. The whole thing with uh, Mesham Greenwood comes up. It's just wave after wave after wave with them at the moment. So uh, I just don't think they're a very settled team at the moment. Um, Maybe things start to settle down soon for them and they can actually just put their heads down and focus on the football. But at the moment, yeah, it just seems like there's just one thing after the other that's sort of pinning them down, really. But like I say, you can only really blame it on... Play- players at the moment.
0: Yeah, no. I was uh, reading an article today actually about uh, their next their their potential appointments in the summer. Obviously, they're looking at the likes of Mauricio Pochettino. Who I think the players want. I just don't see that being a great appointment if I'm going to be completely honest with you, especially with how with how they're trying to play now. It's not in the same style. Mm. Uh, Luis Enrique' uh, name's been thrown in there, and uh, Lotte Tagi. The um, Sevilla manager, the current Sevilla manager who obviously in the the La Liga title race which for me would be an interesting appointment because he does play very much in the style of Rangnick and you know their problem at the moment is their defence you know they are scoring goals, that doesn't seem to be a problem and they have uh, Sevilla have the best defence in all of uh, European's top 5 leagues outside of Man City so you know there could be a very interesting appointment um, but who knows with Man United? They will most likely appoint Poch, which would probably be the bad decision. But that's just the way Man United seem to be rolling at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, should be interesting. But where well, Man United are fifth at the moment, obviously like we we're saying in that top four battle, I just don't see them getting it though, man. Like, I do still favour the likes of Arsenal and Tottenham, and maybe we'll see how Wolves do tonight. But the Wolves are one of the most informed teams in the league right now.
1: Yeah,
0: and they're and they're looking not looking too bad. They're only. What they're only six points off of West Ham. Yeah, they got four points. They got f- uh, three games in hand over them. So, you know, man, like you never know if they if they beat you guys tonight. They're looking pretty. They're, they're looking pretty. You know, they they'll go above you and and uh, Tottenham into yeah. six. So, man, can you imagine that Wolves just sneakily out of nowhere getting their top four. I
1: know but Wolves have had a bit of a uh, a bit of a up and down start to the season. Obviously with. Uh... Jimenez not really getting anywhere. Um, he had a bit of a yeah. sort frustrating of start to the season. Um, obviously, they brought in that um, Huang Chan um, who's obviously done quite well for them now. Um, they managed to offload Traore, um, which I think is probably good for them. Just yep. sort of, yeah, getting get off the books for a while. Don't don't need to worry about playing him just because they think they he that, uh, they don't uh, they think he that he should be played. Um, they obviously play him if he wants to all, like because he wants to be played sorry not that he should be played um, yeah. so yeah I just think that I think mentally they're in a better place um, yeah congrats yeah. to them we can keep doing it <laughs> not tonight yeah
0: <laughs> they got to but they uh, it's actually quite an interesting thing for Triore that in his first game for uh, Bartholomew obviously assisted and that is as many assists as he got in his last 29 games for Wolves and his first for uh, Barca yeah. so it just shows you the standard of the, of the La Liga yep. and um, oh yeah it depends what you think Are oh, Barca are better than Wolves very much up for debate at the moment I think you could say uh, who they're not a bad team they're, they're pushing themselves back into the race for the top four the top three probably not the title I think that's pretty much wrapped up now
1: yeah
0: but you never know man you never know
1: I think let's see uh, but, uh, the, uh are digging themselves out of this financial hole as well with the whole um, Spotify um, name thing taking over the new camp oh, as yeah. well, the, the Spotify new camp or whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, um, that's crazy. so they're just yeah.
0: selling their soul that team.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're just taking a big old sponsorship deal just to get a load of money in to try and help clear that debt. I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. Digging so
0: they're out. They're in well. for uh, Barca are in for Serge Gnabry in the uh, summer. The Serge Isn't Gnabry they, uh, yeah. and. Bayern mm. Munich are not coming together very... He basically wants to be as paid as much as Lee, uh, Sane and Coman, who are on about 240 grand a week. And Gnabry, who is arguably even better than both those two for them this season, his, uh, it doesn't look like you're going to get paid. I know Liverpool are very interested, and I heard Man United are as well. Apparently so, Arsenal, I've
1: heard. Um, yeah. Uh, but looking at his stats, he's basically got the same stats as Pepe, so I don't really know why we would mm. obviously sort of spend the money on him unless we were getting rid of Pepe.
0: Yeah, I mean he's a better he's a much better player than Pepe is. But you know, yeah, if, if he's
1: producing the same assists and set the same amount of goals and stuff like that then like it's it's just like we'd be spending the money for to get a better player but that produces the same amount of sort of goals and assists and stuff so it's a bit like mm. yeah, it's a, a tough one. But I think at the same time, would he want to come back to Arsenal? Would we pay him the 240-odd grand a week? Um, Who knows?
0: Yeah, that's true. And then I guess you have to look at what the games that they're playing and obviously he's playing in... Games that matter, shall we say, whereas Pepe doesn't seem to be. He plays in cup competitions, right? Mm. Really, is where he shines. So obviously he's playing lesser opposition. But then... You know, I guess Bayern Munich are always playing lesser opposition in the Bundesliga. So you have to take it with what what you get. But uh, yeah... Next game, Villa three, Leeds three. A very a six-goal thriller, shall we say, as the as the old cliche is. Um, with also a late red card for Ezri concert with one of the most stupid fouls I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what it is about Tyro Mings and Ezri Konsa, but those two are just absolute goofs. Like they just make the most stupid. Like Mings was at fault for the, the first goal, just giving the ball to Dan James, who just who tucked the ball away, and then concert getting sent off right at the death of the game for just no no reason whatsoever just foully yeah. melier just for no reason and it's just so stupid now he's going to miss out on the next game I don't know if I can't remember if it was a straight red or if it was a second yellow but you know mm-hmm. if that's a straight, red, second, it was a straight red yeah straight red that's three games man yeah. mm-hmm. that's three games he's going to miss it's just so stupid but um yeah, the big the big talking point around this game was obviously Coutinho, man. He was absolutely fantastic throughout this game. Scored a lovely oh, goal.
1: Sorry, it was a t- second
0: yellow. Oh, okay. So we just missed the one. But even so, it's just stupid behavior from the lad. Yeah. Um yeah, Coutinho like I was saying, yeah, he, he leveled the scoring with a lovely lovely goal. Um yeah, touched uh one touch slotted it away into the far corner of the, of the net. And then set up the first Jacob Ramsey goal with a lovely defense splitting pass and then Jacob Ramsey just doomed doing bits at the moment under Gerard, gets two goals in quick succession before the break <clears> put them 3-1 up before Dan James then just as the game has been pulled in for half time makes it 3-2 um, a bit of a crazy game I was just on my phone I was watching the Palace Norwich game and just every I thought it was like a glitch or something or like they were just changing something because it was like oh Jacob Ramsey Coutinho and then Jacob Ramsey and whoever it was that uh, assisted I was like oh maybe they got it wrong but no he scored like two goals in like I think a minute or something like that yes. or two minutes
1: Five minutes It looks like Around Ramsey 38 minutes and 43.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. But, um, yeah, doing bits and then, uh, Diego Llorente leveling up, uh, which was just some poor defending. It was from a corner, it's just some poor defending from, uh, from uh, the, the back two of Mings and Concert. It's just so disappointing. Mings is such a bad football player, man. Um, and then, yeah, you can see it through free all in the end. It's a, a great result for Leeds to come back and do that, especially with the position they're in, but. Gerard and Villa will be looking at themselves like that's a really wasted opportunity at home to lead to a, you know, currently down in fifteenth for you're up in eleventh. You know, a win would have taken you straight up to equal points with Brighton. Um, yeah,
1: they would have been. Uh, well, yeah. they would have been ahead
0: of them, I think. Uh, not on goal difference, no. So Villa on
1: twenty four points. Yeah, yeah, they would have been on twenty four points if. Oh no, sorry, um, uh,
0: they're on twenty seven no. at the yeah, moment. Yeah, they would have yeah. been on twenty. They would have been on twenty nine would have taken yeah. them right up right up there over Southampton into the top 10 but yeah just just not great I mean Gerrard's not exactly always been known for his defensive capabilities as a manager but um but this is really really kind of crazy I mean um just they're gonna have to get two new defenders in like I don't mind I, I like every concert out of the one. if I had to keep one of them I'd keep Consor over Mings for sure but just stupid shit like them sending off just just you know there's just a lack of a lack of discipline in that team, uh, especially with those back two. And yeah. Don't know how Tyra... If Tyra Mings goes to the... I, honest, I, if Tyra Mings goes to the fucking World Cup over Mark Gay, I'll be so pissed off.
1: Yeah.
0: It, that's just so stupid. Um, I don't see how that how that will happen. But you never know. You never know what Southgate will do. But yeah, that uh, what does that leave? Oh yeah, it leaves Leeds in 15th. They're just not doing very well, man. I just don't see how they're going to get... Apparently, Where uh, they going? I don't think they'll get relegated. No, but Apparently, I can't uh, see them climbing any higher than fifteenth or fourteenth. I really can't see them climbing any higher.
1: Have you heard who's uh, tipped to uh, replace
0: Bielsa if he gets sacked? Oh God, who? Valverde. Ah, Ernesto. Man mm. like Ernesto. Uh, that would be interesting. I just don't see the point of sacking Bielsa, really.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, really don't but it, yeah. it, unless things start to get dramatically worse and they generally start to fall into the relegation zone, then. Maybe, be but um, I think they're a little bit off that at the moment so I don't think they've really got too much to worry about with that but you never know
0: yeah no you never know but it, it'd be interesting to see it'd be interesting I think the relegation battles can be very interesting hopefully Palace we can dig ourselves um, well I don't think we're in it really nah, um, I think all right, I think. yeah we're alright what are we 8 points yeah, eight points clear at the moment, but you never know, man. You, you never know. We need a big, we need a win against uh, Brentford on the weekend, a convincing win against Brentford to for those three points. But we'll see how it goes. Um, right, the next game. Well, we might as well just talk about Palace and Norwich real quick. It was, um, it was a really hard, as a Palace fan, it was a really hard game to watch because we started so slow. Like we gave them a goal in 38 seconds, the fastest goal of the, of the season so far. It was just one of them ones like where. They broke and Joel Ward just doesn't have the legs. If we had a faster right back, that goal doesn't happen. Yeah. That's what it comes down. Do you know what I mean? That's what it comes down to is just outpaced, could not keep up with the Don. And it was a great I take the goal was not great. Like the finish, he mishit it as well, which I think actually helped, ended up helping him in the end. So it took it away. Do you know what I mean? It took it further away from the from Geiter. But it was the setback from Ida or either, however you say it, that it was just, I thought, I was like, oh, that is actually well-classed, to be fair, that was an unbelievable setback from him. Um, but yeah, it was just a stupid one. And then we were so lethargic and so, we were just playing without purpose, without any sort of like, um, without, you know, just wanting to go and do something. It just, we were tr- controlling the game, no problem. We were the better team. Um, but we just couldn't, we just couldn't get anything going in the first half. We, in fact, I mean, Timo Pougé could have had it, really could have had. Two, I wouldn't say a hat trick, because the second, the second attempt where he go, where he could have headed it, I don't think that he would have turned that in anyway, personally, if he had got his head onto it. But Tyree Mitchell gets head, and then, and then his his third opportunity, which really, I can't believe he didn't score from. He takes a touch, he takes such a bad touch, which allows Tyree Mitchell to get in and nab the ball away from him. But I don't know why he just hit him the first time, man. Yeah. hit that first time it's going it's going in the back of the net for sure um, but then the second half came out and I don't understand I, I don't know what Vieira must do at half time but we always play better in the second half Yeah, we always look like a completely different team why can't we just do that from the first half I don't understand and then like I was saying in the group chat I was like I can't believe I'm saying this but Joel Ward and Zaha have got, they, they can't be playing in this team man because they were just Joel Ward just could not keep up with anything he was just making missed touches and stuff like that and then Zaha was just he just wasn't putting in the work rate needed for, that was representing the rest of the team. Yeah. And he just, you know, he's, he's brilliant, and he is. And he had a couple of shots that were like, I took a deflection, and it was like, oh, okay, well, if he hadn't taken a deflection, maybe that would have, you know, troubled the keeper more or something like that. But then in the second half, Joel Ward was outstanding. He, he just turned it on again, and he was just Joel Ward that he's been for, like, the last couple of seasons, just very solid player you don't need to worry about. And Zaha scored an absolute worldie of a goal. Did you see it? Yeah unbelievable strike man when that went in obviously you can imagine I'm watching that with my old man you can imagine what our reaction is when (laughs) that goes in like it was a bit outrageous I can Um, already hear your dad (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so uh, yeah he uh, it was an unbelievable goal unbelievable goal Um, and then it was just really unfortunate that that uh, penalty he slips hits his foot as he's going to take it and yeah it goes wide but apart from that like we should have had three points in that game and apart from that mate we controlled it we controlled the game like we should have had that go. um Obviously, what's his face? Uh, Mateta scored a goal, but it was offside in the first half. Um, not much you can do in that. End. So who's been I've, been? I've been rating Mateta for the like, well, last like month and a bit now. He's been fantastic. He's been so much better than Menteke has, and I think he's got that starting spot at, at you know up top for us at the moment. It's just between Edouard and and Zaha on that left. Obviously, Alise has got that right lockdown. No one's taking that away from him, Alise. Scored the most goal, most goal involvements only Premier League player in 2022 at the moment, with three goals and four assists. So you know, hopefully he can keep that form for us in the back in the back uh, half of this season and um, and keep getting better and better. Obviously got the assist for the Zaha goal, but um, I don't know if you've seen this, Ollie, but the fucking the reporting on that Zaha penalty has been atrocious. No, From really? like the like Sky Sports, the Daily Mail, or they're like Hero to Zero and all this kind of things. Like, bro, we've had. How many times have we seen a player slip and, you know, mess up a penalty and it's sort of held... You know, it's sort of... You know, there's a bit of tongue-in-cheek in there, but it's respectful. Do you know what I mean? They're not slating the guy. It's one of those... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're just, mate, they're just absolutely rinsing him. I don't know what it is, but the press absolutely hate the man. And I don't understand why why it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think... I just don't... It.
1: For the longest time, obviously, I think you'd um, agree to this, that he has been... Your talisman, he has been like Mr. Crystal Palace. You guys have relied on him so so heavily now. Um, but obviously, I been the got, reason
0: why we've stayed in the Prem for so long. Yeah,
1: exactly. And now, obviously, you're not relying on him so much. And I think that is maybe what's causing a lot of these reporters and stuff to sort of look at him in a slightly different way. If, you, if yeah. he was still, obviously, keeping you guys in it at all every game and still basically being the sole reason why you guys aren't getting relegated and stuff like that, maybe they go, oh, OK, well, obviously, he might have missed that penalty, but he is doing all this other stuff. Uh, but since you guys aren't having to rely on him as much, it's not to say that he's taken a step down and he's got any worse, but it's just the yeah, fact he's that... He's our second-top goal
0: got... He's got six goals for us this season. League. Yeah, exactly. Second-top goal, goal behind um, uh, Gallagher. It's just I'd the
1: that, um, obviously you don't have to rely on him you've got other players now that you can sort of share the workload with so um, I think they're using that and taking that opportunity seeing the fact that you guys aren't relying on him so heavily and just going well okay well maybe he's not the same Zaha anymore maybe he's if maybe he's that Um, scrutinising him um, a bit more than sort of they're used to
0: that's the thing is, like you see like a big thing has been his attitude and stuff like that which I completely understand it's a completely fair assessment um, of of his attitude because we we see it. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, and I I personally I'm fi- like it, it. Sometimes it gets on my nerves when he's when he does complain instead of just getting up and going, getting straight back stuck into the game. But I'm uh, I'm fine with him wearing his emotions on his sleeve. It shows that he cares. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just a wish. In some way, he would not, you know, get just get up and go and not for, and maybe save it a little bit later. Once the play's broken down, then say something to the referee or you know, something like that. Like, Yeah.
1: Um, Which there's a natural of, you know, pause in the
0: game. Exactly, exactly. Um, but then you see, um, but then like last night, the goal last night, man, you see he's still got that in him, like that world-class ability in him and it's just like, fucking hell yeah, he is a fucking good player, man. He's, he's the best player that's ever played at our football club um, for the long, you know, it's 400 appearances now, 11 years, like he's an absolute, he, you know, he's a he's a god to us Palace fans, you know what I mean? We love it.
1: uh goal involvements
0: yeah exactly like we absolutely adore the adore the man he got his 80th um,
1: last night but 79 of them have been yeah. with uh, United oh, sorry United have been with Palace yeah, one with United yeah
0: one with United yeah 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 uh, but no like I, I hope he stays I, his contract runs out next at the end of next summer uh, so, but I hope we, we re-up him and he stays and, and maybe isn't in a more of a lesser role right now because you look at like the way Elise is going this is going to be his team Going yeah. forward, like it just is. Like the kid is an absolute, is an absolute beast. I'm hoping we can hold on to him for as long as we can, but I see him leaving in the next three to four season. We'll see uh, at least say a top six team in the Premier League, hopefully a top four team,
1: yeah.
0: or hopefully abroad, man. Hopefully not in the Premier League. Hopefully go go to a Bayern Munich, go to Real Madrid, do something like that. Like, I'd love to see that from a, from a Palace player. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, we we deserve the win in that game. We'd be just we beat ourselves, which is the tail of the fucking season for us. Is, is being our own worst enemy in these in these um situations. But we've got super Pat Vieira and I'm confident that we'll James you know, this is the first on his year. way back.
1: James McCarthy was on the bench last,
0: last night. I uh, so happy to see that beautiful Scott Scottish man, <laughs> Jimmy Mack. I can't wait for him to get back in his team. I need Check Kiarte to get back in that defensive midfield role. He's on that high from winning the uh, AFCON with Senegal. So hopefully we see more of a midfield of maybe maybe it's too early for James Mac- James MacArthur to start, but hopefully we see like Chiate Hughes and uh, Gallagher as a starting midfield. I'd love to see that see that for next week. Um, Eze still we're really slowly integrating Eze back into the team, which I'm happy with. I'm happy we haven't had to rush him back because you know it's a hard injury, the Achilles one. Mm. come back from um so hopefully yeah we can you know just take our time with him we're not we're not desperate to get him back into the team and i, and I can't remember a time that we weren't desperate to get one of our best players back into the team so it's um, nice, finish, it's isn't nice it? to see. Him. yeah it's fucking lovely mate i tell you but uh the last game to touch on is uh oh i guess no we should probably talk about the newcastle west uh, newcastle beating everton free one as well sorry um yeah, yeah lampard bro lampard lampard like I, i'm actually doing yeah i'm doing a uh doing a piece on this at the moment, is, is Lampard going to be able to bring him back? Because we've never seen him in this sort of position, right? We've never seen him battling relegation, we, we've never seen him in this like, he's been you know, battling towards the top with Derby coming up, which he ultimately failed in, didn't get them up and then battling with Chelsea got him into the top four of the first season and then an interesting thing is that squad got better, but they got worse Yeah. so that's an interesting sort of insight and then and, and with the players like Deli Alli, is that a right sort of fit? It's only been one game but he was pretty woeful against Newcastle bullied off the ball Donny van der Beek didn't look very impressive either obviously he's only one game in so we'll, we'll take what it is but it looks like that 92 million has brought on three points so far man for yeah. Newcastle Kieran Trippier but a, a wicked free kick to, to seal the deal Um two yeah I goals mean exactly yeah, two own goals That's, what was it It was I saw it was Mason Holgate and LaSalle I think it was Mason Holgate assisted LaSalle's own goal and LaSalle's assisted Mason Holgate's own goal <laughs> Which is just lovely, just just teeing up for each other. We love that at the bottom of the table. But uh, well, one game, uh, one game, one question I want to pose to you is: Do you think both of these teams will stay up? And if not, which one do you think will, has the more likelihood of going down?
1: Mm-hmm. I've now you got the bottom
0: that... three is Burnley, Watford, Norwich in the bottom yeah. three right now with Newcastle and Everton only just, only a point and two points clear right
1: now. I've got a feeling both of them are going to stay up. I'd like to see one of them go down but I've yes. got a feeling that the bottom three as it is not necessarily in that order but that bottom three is going to be the three that goes down Norwich, Watford and Burnley.
0: Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised if Norwich that are making three. some sort of
1: comeback though. They were rock bottom for the longest time and now they're obviously uh, only one point um, behind uh, Newcastle, who were they were, the they were
0: bad, though, man. They were bad. Apart from that first, like, apart from that first, like, 20, 25 minutes against us, they were awful. We mm. controlled that game throughout. Like, it was it's crazy to go away to a team like that and just dominate. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, we didn't get the result. They, they sort of Roy Hodgson palaced us. Um, this is karma, man. This is karma for the yeah. way that we played over the last few years on Palace. We played such horrible football and nicked so many ridiculous results. We're yeah. now getting the we're now getting the karma slapped back right on us. And that's but the thing, just, but
1: before that they won two in the bounce, so yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, Dean's not
0: playing better for sure. Yeah,
1: but then again obviously Newcastle will have won their last two and then draw the two, um, drawn the two drawn the two before that. So they've only yeah. lost one in their last five.
0: No, hundred percent. I just you know, look at Everton right now, man, they lost their last four in a row. I oh, know. Um no. Not looking too much better either under Lampard, we have to say, so far. I mean, they beat Brentford 4-1 in the cup, but then it's like, that's not going to keep you up. Winning in the Premier League going to keep you up, and they just got slapped by Newcastle, which is a game that they had to win. Yeah. Had to win. Um, and they've got the better team. Let's keep it real. Bruno, that Bruno Gemmares? I think it's Gemeresh. Gemmares or whatever his name is, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, Gemmares, something like that. Uh, he didn't even play. So, I don't think Matt... Did Matt Target play? Uh, yes, he did He did um, Yeah, so I don't It's one of them ones, man it, It's a tough one I just don't uh, see uh, ca- did did
1: um, come on At some point Obviously did, he, he didn't did he didn't start
0: did. Oh, no, Dan Byrne either um, So yeah, like they've still got players to come through I just don't know, man it's, I just don't know if fucking Lampard is the guy, man I forgot Dwight Gale plays for Newcastle <laughs> Yeah, I miss Dwight Gale, man I, I'll always love Dwight Gale um, Chris Time has, but I don't see how Watford stay up, and I honestly don't see how Burnley stay up, if I'm going to be completely honest. Norwich are the only ones right now that I'm like, maybe if they just can really, you know, uh, squeeze some results out of it and shithouse some results out yeah. like they did against us, um, yeah, should be interesting. But I do think it could get to the point, you know, where Newcastle and Everton just get a wide enough berth. Mm. Um, but who who knows, man? Who knows? So you you're very much in the boat of both will stay up right now.
1: I think so at the moment, yeah.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I have more faith in Dean Smith than I do Eddie Howe. I still just don't rate Eddie Howe as a manager whatsoever. He's the worst in terms of defensive displays I've ever seen. He's conceded the most goals in back-to-back seasons in Premier League history with Bournemouth. Yeah, but I think the second one ultimately got them relegated. It
1: would be a lot more impressive, I think, for Norwich to stay up than it would be for Newcastle, considering. This, where Norwich were, and where they are now, and obviously the amount of money that Newcastle spent in
0: January compared to Norwich. Mm. I think yeah, Norwich, ninety-two million. If you spend yeah. ninety-two million in January, you don't stay up. That's pretty crazy.
1: That's it. But obviously, they, they had a lot of work to do with that Newcastle team. But they were still ahead of Norwich. So, yeah. I think
0: it would be a lot more impressive if Norwich stay up, and I'd
1: be, I'd be happier if Norwich stayed up. To be fair.
0: I definitely want Watford to go down despite Mm. having Roy Hodgson as their manager. I just hate the way that they do their business. It's disgusting. Um, Everton would be jokes, man. Everton would be really jokes. Roy Hodgson
1: probably won't make it
0: to the end of the season, to be fair. Yeah, I was. (laughs) He won't be their manager
1: when they get relegated, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was talking to my tutor about that actually earlier, and we were saying about they can't. Surely they can't fire him before the end of the season. Like, there can't be any managerial firings before the end of the season in that bottom five, bottom six. Yeah. Because that's just what's the point? I mean, what is the point? But on to the last game. West Ham versus Watford. Ended in a 1-0 win for West Ham with a Jared Bowen. Who else? Deflected shot from outside of the box. The guy has been the best English winger this season. He has to be going. Not only going, but right now starting for England at the Euros. Um, I don't see how he he isn't. Um, He's got the
1: second most amount of points on the fantasy league at the moment, just behind
0: Salah. And your boy has him. Jared Bowen, you have probably... I think it's Bowen and Cancelo, are the two, the reasons why I am top of the league at the moment. Um, Sprinkling a little Reece James in there before he was injured, he was doing bits for me as well. But um, he's nearly
1: back. To be fair about
0: he is nearly back. Well, he had a minor. I know he's got the flu, which is another little minor setback.
1: He's a fifty percent chance at the moment. I yeah. The day. But and then I was, I was looking at
0: getting him in, but I thought well,
1: the only person I'm going to take him out for is um, uh, Thiago Silva. And yeah, at the moment, no Thiago point. Silva's there's actually no got yeah. Well, yeah, there's no point. And Thiago Silva's actually got more points than um, uh, James has this season so far. So.
0: Yeah. I was reading up about it, and uh, Tuchel was also adamant that he's not rushing him back. He's yeah. like, even if he is ready and stuff like that, he's not gonna be throwing him in the lineup straight away and stuff yeah, like exactly. that, which is completely fair enough. I, I completely understand it. You don't, you don't want that to have a knock-on effect for the rest of his career. He's such an amazing player. Hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean. Watford just had nothing about them in this game from what I could tell. Like I don't understand where they're going to get the goals from and they they're defending a bit better. Like Watford under Ranieri or under um Zisco would have lost this 3 or four nil. Hmm. Under Hodgson a bit more resilient at the back, but they haven't they offer nothing going forward. Absolutely nothing.
1: Well, Hodgson's a more of a defensive-minded manager anyway, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, and they're going to have to rely on the likes of Ismail Assar and Emmanuel Dennis to just do anything. Like like we were with uh, Eze and, and Zaha for the longest and like, players like Townsend and that, just relying on them to do something. Um, yeah. I just don't see how you can do it with his Watford team, honestly, I don't see how you can do it. Yeah, tennis but, didn't even um,
1: play.
0: Yeah, no, exactly, Like it's, it's not great. But, it wasn't, um, he
1: wasn't even on the bench, he's
0: injured or something. Maybe, or maybe yeah, maybe. He wasn't at AFCON, but I know that was down to like a bit more of a weird reason rather than anything
1: yeah.
0: um, to do with just Watford not letting any of the players go to fucking AFCON, which is crazy. <laughs> we need you. Um, yeah, and, and they're not even they don't even like it's just no difference between the two. They're still losing, so um, what does it matter? But uh, but yeah, I mean West Ham. They should be. I still um, my my tip is West Ham for the top four. I really hope they do it um, because that's the only way they're keeping Declan Rice. Chelsea are supposedly. Uh, tabling uh, getting ready to table 100 billion pound bid in the uh, in the summer which I mean I don't see how he's worth 100 million pounds I, uh, I don't he's a great player 80 million fine 100% yeah but
1: 100 million CDMs just don't go for that money no but then no, to no, be fair like goalkeepers don't go for that sort of money but you see players like, like Allison went for 70 odd mil didn't he or 60 or something mil um, yeah and yeah, the transfer windows just going in crazy ways at the moment. I guess, um, yeah. Even if well, COVID obviously d- took a little bit of a hit, but yeah, you, you, back in the day you wouldn't see. Even still, you don't see CDMs going for that amount of money. Like Cante, you wouldn't see
0: going for that much money, and
1: he's arguably the best CDM in the Premier League. Uh, ever,
0: well, I mean, the, 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 the I think the most expensive one's Rodri at fifty-six million. And you look at fifty-six million for Rodri, like yeah, fair. Yeah, I, can, I know you pay fifty six billion for Rodri, but that's also
1: nearly half of what they're asking for for
0: Price. Yes, yeah. so, exactly. Uh, so and Rice is and, and then I guess Price is a bit more of a DM now. I'd yeah. say like you could definitely slot him in that midfield too that Chelsea play with either like your, either your Kante or your Kovacic or your Jorginho or whatever. You could definitely slide him in there, and I really hope they do get him just for pure pure selfish reasons that if they get Rice that makes it a hell of a lot easier for us to get Gallagher permanently hmm. um, and that's pretty much the only reason otherwise I'd love Rice to stay at West Ham if I'm going to be completely honest
1: and then do you um, think that they would just potentially loan Gallagher out again for a season and potentially look to get rid of Kovacic or Jorginho or someone like that
0: I don't know because Gallagher doesn't really play in that sort of midfield too do you know what I mean like he, he's better off roaming up around the top and they've got so many players in that in that position. Um, I think they'd be stupid not to give him a chance.
1: Yeah.
0: And prove himself, especially as like a as like a sort of two behind the striker, maybe with a Mason Mount. Like imagine Connor Gallagher and Mason Mount behind the striker. It'd be outrageous, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be uh, behind be. a good
1: striker, not not the cockall burner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Behind like a Haaland. Yeah. Um which which won't happen. But mm-hmm. yeah well you never know. It's Chelsea. Um I think no their their size will be set on on uh, Heaping Rudiger and signing Declan Rice, I imagine. But um, but yeah, that, that's the previews, boys. That's the, that's the previews. That's the reviews. Should we quickly run through some previews, get some results, boys? What you thinking?
1: Um, well, yeah, the Arsenal lineup's actually just come out.
0: Oh, go on. Uh, so,
1: starting for Arsenal: uh, Ramsdale, Tierney, Gabriel, Ben White, and Cedric Suarez in the back. Um, Xhaka, Partey, Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, and Lacazette. And then uh, Wolves have got. Oh, I'd have
0: got. fuck. Oh, I'm not. Jager Rams is staying on the bloody bench for me then.
1: Um, Wolves have got uh and Kilman, Cody, Seiss, um, Sanedo, Dendonka, Neves, uh, Marcel, um, uh, Trincao, Jimenez, and Podence.
0: Okay, interesting. This could be a bloody good game, man. Yeah. Uh, at
1: the moment, mm-hmm. according to this Google thing that I'm looking at, um, Arsenal have a. Forty-two percent win probability rate.
0: Ooh, there's a, there's a bigger right. cha-
1: there's a bigger chance of a draw than there are of Wolves winning at the moment, apparently. So um, I'm on the Arsenal.
0: I just looked at the uh, wait, wait, is this true? Yes, yes. Come on! Oh no, he's on the bench. Shit. Okay, Mo Salah's on the bench for Liverpool, and that's good because I'm playing Char this week. Oh, yeah. So the mo- I'll just quickly run you through the Liverpool team: Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson. Tiago, Fabinho, Curtis Jones. So he's also got Henderson, who's not playing. Fantastic. Uh, Jota, Firmino, and Luis Diaz. The new boys starting up top, and then you've got Schmeichel, uh, Luke Thomas, and indeed D- he's playing centre back. Interesting. Um, okay. Amate, James, Justin. Then you've got Dewsbury um, Hall, Samare, Albrighton, Madison, Lookman, and, and Dacre up top. Um, oh, that's gonna be very interesting. I'm gonna put both of them on both on my two screens. Yeah. Um, here uh,
1: yeah. and uh, both the the guys in the
0: um, uh, F1 final, bench. both on the bench. yeah. Both on the bench. That's great. Hopefully that means that uh, uh, I need. Yeah, hopefully that means I could pick up the dub against uh, Char this week in fantasy league. I need a need a dub after losing to you last week. But um, let's quickly run through the previews. I'm just going to go through and get the results and what you just any anything you want to say on the t- on the uh, games, Ollie. Um, obviously Chelsea Arsenal has been postponed but if you were if this was playing Oli how would you be feeling about this one uh, Chelsea uh, will be winning <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah, I would agree um, but Man United Southampton Man United at home obviously Southampton coming off that great win against Tottenham they'll be riding high
1: It's like to um, say a
0: draw to be honest I feel like it's got draw written all over it yeah like a one all
1: United are obviously going to be on a bit of a low after the draw with Burnley but um, alternatively Southampton are going to be on a bit of a high after beating uh, Tottenham so yeah,
0: I'd like to see a draw. A 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I could definitely see a draw. I could definitely see a draw. Oh, we're at Brentford. I lie, we're not even at Sellers Park, it's at Brentford. Oh, that's a bit different. Um, Watford-Brighton. Watford hosting Brighton. I This one as well, I could see I could see being a draw.
1: Yeah, I could see the draw or maybe a 2-1
0: Brighton or something. Brighton just lack goals, don't they? Like, yeah. they just can't seem to score for love nor money. So... And Watford is just so bad. I I might call this a nil-nil. Got a resolute Watford defence. Let's have a look quickly. Um, To be fair,
1: Watford have only drawn three games so far this season, but obviously, alternatively, Brighton have uh, drawn twelve. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. Um, No, I think Brighton might get a sneaky win, if not a draw.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go for a nil-nil. I reckon that's going to be a nil-nil boring ass game. We got Brentford at home to Palace. I I'm back, obviously back in the boys. I just think we'll, you know, we'll have, we'll be a bit fresher. We'll have the likes of Chiarte. Hopefully James McArthur coming back. Brentford obviously still be without Ivan Tony. They've just been lackluster. They've been on a downward trajectory uh, for the last few weeks. And I just think I think we'll get the job done, man. I think we'll be picking up our picking up another win away. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 2 0 Palace.
1: Fair. Um, I think
0: we'll
1: win. Well, I'm gonna go three-one Palace. Ooh, I think Brentford okay. will score, but I think you guys will um, still win fairly convincingly.
0: Yeah, see that. I reckon. I reckon Elise is gonna get a goal or two. I reckon. And I reckon. I
1: reckon Mark Gay will get a goal. Odds and Edward will get a goal. I think.
0: Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Right, Everton at home to Leeds. A huge game. A huge, huge game. Um, I think this has got draw written all over it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be the tale (laughs) of the week, man. I'm feeling draws for pretty much most of these games, you know. Yeah. Um, I think this will be a one-all or a two-two. Both will leak some goals, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I reckon that, that'll that be the tale of that. Mar- Norwich, Man City. Can't see Norwich doing really anything City well, I don't know,
1: sport. it's like Carrow Road, so you never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, Norwich, I, I see Man City winning this 2-3 now. Yeah, Comfortably, sure. like, never really in doubt. Um, Tottenham Wolves, the game I will be at. I will... Uh, well, I'll be in the Tottenham end, but I am sort of hoping the Wolves win. Um, I'll be honest with you, but... I think Tottenham will bounce back from this Southampton loss. I think Conte will bollock the absolute fuck out of that team. And hmm. I think you'll see like Kulisevsky and Bentancur start, who are obviously just an upgrade on the players that they have. Maybe not Kulusevski, but I think Bentancur will start in that midfield, which I think will just give him more stability. He looks impressive ever since uh, in his both, you know, first two appearances for the team, and the limited minutes he's had. So yeah, I'll bet. I think I I want Wolves to win, but I do think Tottenham will get the win here. Well, I think it'll be like a one-nil. I like think it 2-1. depends on what
1: happens in tonight's game. If Wolves yeah, beat Arsenal true. tonight, then I reckon they might have a good chance of getting some sort of result against Tottenham as well.
0: Yeah, you know what? I back that. If Wolves beat Arsenal tonight, Wolves will beat Tottenham. I think. Yeah. Otherwise, I think Tottenham will win.
1: For content uh, for the podcast, I am going to need you to shout. What do you think of Tottenham? Uh, like, oh god! Yeah,
0: I, well, I was debating, genuinely debating wearing my Palace shirt there. Uh, very nice show. just sit in the uh <laughs> sit in the stand just with my palace shirt on well, in a sea of white, it's just a red and blue stripes.
1: Um oh, uh, quick story time. I've got in for my next door neighbours is uh, a palace fans and uh then when I was younger their um also, was also my godfather, um yeah. him and his son um took me to a uh, palace QPR, it was at QPR, right. and uh, but they didn't tell me it was a surprise. And obviously, I uh, put my Arsenal shirt on for the day, put a jumper over the top, and they had no idea I was wearing my Arsenal shirt underneath. Lovely. And I didn't even know that I was going. And then I was really hot when I was at the game, so I went to go take my jumper off. And they were like, keep that on, mate, keep that on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good time. I hope you, you just get bantered. I don't, you wouldn't get any problem. You just oh, get yeah, no,
1: I was about bantered. maybe seven at the time, so I don't think oh, anything yeah, would have yeah, happened. Yeah. But, no, uh... no, definitely
0: not. Definitely not. Definitely not. know, yeah, no, no, QPR
1: fans I'm not, I'm battered a seven year old.
0: True <laughs> QPR fans are pretty pretty mad. No. Nah. Um right, Newcastle Ice and Villa. I this is a tough one. Is that Newcastle? If it was at Villa I'd be like Villa I got this. Is that Newcastle? Villa leaking goals, Newcastle leaking goals. Maybe another draw. I want to go three two Villa
1: Thinking maybe
0: either a draw or 2 1 Villa. okay, oh yeah, I'll back that and then 2 1 Liverpool. or 2 2. 2 1 or 2 2, nice, Liverpool, Burnley. Oh, but is that, is that Burnley? Is that Turf Moor? But I uh, yeah, I Liverpool. can't see Burnley doing what they did to United here. No. Just Liverpool will get a win, most salary mine, will be another week pressure. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just can't see them not winning this one, man. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Uh, I reckon it'll be like a 3-0 4-0 yeah, I was thinking maybe 2 2-3 or go for the big scores um, mm. and then yeah we've got uh, Leicester versus West Ham uh, that's an interesting one Leicester versus West Ham is that
1: um, West Ham th- uh, is that Leicester um,
0: yeah, King Power it? King Power that's it King Power that one went out my head <laughs> uh, King, is that King Power
1: mm. I think West Ham will
0: Sure. Mm, i got a draw in this one I've got like a 1-0 Or a 0-0 nil nil. One of them ones 1-0 one West Ham 1-0 West Ham I rate it I rate it okay. no, no. We can do the midweek There's a midweek one With Just Man United Brighton as a, as a as a thing. I think, think they both nice. <laughs> Yeah Can they both I wish they the two teams Could lose in the same game
1: Yeah
0: uh, I think United will win It's at Old yeah. Trafford I think United will get Like a 1-0 2-0 nil, nil win Or something like that For sure If I'm being honest But yeah That's it so we're looking at mainly draws this weekend my man it's going to be it uh, <laughs> could be a potentially boring week of football you know
1: what this might be a good week to put an, uh, an acca down because you get quite a lot of uh, you get quite decent odds for draws uh, on it's an really so let take a little pound down see what happens sure.
0: I, might, I might do that I might do uh, yeah, a few draws a whole acre of draws <laughs> but um, God, that's just that's just wishing for a boring week of football isn't it oh yeah true but, um, boring week but, of football but a healthy bank account yeah that's what oh god I need it um, but yeah that's been it guys thanks everyone for watching thank you to Ollie for being here today no um, yeah we'll be doing this again probably well so either Tuesday or Wednesday next week I imagine it will either be Tuesday or Wednesday that's sort of where we're the two days that we're aiming at do you mean Thursday? Um, to do one of the huh
1: Thursday did I say that you said you said Tuesday Wednesday
0: oh sorry Tuesday, Thursday Yeah, it would be either a Tuesday or the Thursday next week but we'll let you know we're going to be a bit we need to be a bit more better on social media and start actually advertising ourselves <laughs> and stuff like using that it. Let's actually, yeah let's just start using it a bit um, promoting ourselves a bit more but uh, but yeah we'll see you guys next week thanks everyone for tuning in and if you are listening to this on Spotify or not Twitch thank you for tuning in a bit later whenever this is coming out i should just be out on the weekend at some point probably yeah yeah sick all right well i'll uh well yeah make sure to like subscribe follow us you know where we are twitch youtube spotify facebook instagram all that apple music i can't forget the apple music listeners um yeah thanks for watching guys make sure to subscribe like and all that goodness and we will see you soon footy fetish podcast is out bye
1: bye